0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Keeping It Pure, an interview series surrounding dialogue with depth. Come join us. After a long hiatus, Keeping It Pure is back. Thank you for the support, encouragement, and questioning that came while I was taking time off. The demand pushed me and made me realize the commitment I made to myself by starting this project and to listeners. So the topic for this episode came out of the blue. While I was brainstorming possible episode ideas, rejection really wasn't on my brain at all. What inspired this episode was around three or four months ago, I experienced a small rejection that in the bigger picture was harmless, but it really caught me off guard and affected me more than I would want to admit. I ended up getting emotional, and I'm not a crier at all. It actually takes quite a bit to make me cry, and if I do cry, it's not often unless something is very stressful and emotionally impactful. And this isn't to shame anyone for their tears, because crying is very therapeutic and healthy to relieve the pent-up frustration and stress, but personally I'm pretty private and I don't like to cry in front of others, much less at all. The rejection I received actually brought up all these feelings. Unlike the rest of my ideas and thoughts that live in my notebook, this specific topic came in the form of a letter addressed to you from my personal experiences. And as a preface, I used to be very blasé and frankly pretty ignorant about triggers because I personally had never experienced them to a very strong degree before. And I thought that triggers are for when you go through something super intense and PTSD-related, not necessarily just the everyday. And over the past year, I in multiple vastly different situations... I experienced triggers which either strongly upset me, sent me back to feelings of discomfort and shame, bad memories of being disappointed, or even in another instance, um, the trigger reminded me of how strongly I wanted to resume a self-destructive habit for the sake of feeling good temporarily. And for those of us who haven't really experienced triggers in the sense of addiction, relapsing into negative mental spaces, abuse... Triggers are very real and you shouldn't ignore someone's sensitivities because some of them are actually very valid. You are not responsible for another person. No human being can be a savior and nor should they be. Instead be a helper and with this in mind please come with your mind free of any misconceptions or preconditions or judgments into this space as you listen. Settle your thoughts. Breathe with me. And think of a time when you experienced rejection. Come with me into that. Dear listener, so you felt rejection sting. Here are some things you should know. The first of which is you may be asking yourself, why does this hurt? Rejection can hurt more because of past wounds. And it isn't necessarily the person who rejected you that's causing your hurt. The rejection could be triggering negative feelings associated with feeling unwanted, alone, or not good enough, or any other vulnerabilities you may carry. Essentially, the rejection is denying a desire of yours in some way. Just because you're experiencing rejection of any kind, it doesn't mean that you aren't worthy. doesn't mean you don't have any value to your person and who you are. doesn't mean your emotions do not have value or your sensitivities. You are accepted, you are loved, you are cared for. This rejection doesn't override that. The second thing, it's not your fault. The person rejecting you could not even realize they are actually hurting you. Often their failure to respond or the act of excluding you really isn't their intention at all or is the furthest thing they would want to come across. This is very important. Their rejection is not a reflection of who you are. You must remember that there are other circumstances and restrictions you cannot see. Today, people often fear confrontation and rejection, just uncomfortable feelings, and run away from them. And I find that in my life, rejection happens most often through a screen, whether that's an unopened text, being left unread, or being ignored. There are things going on behind the screen that are not in your control or beyond your complete understanding. And a sad truth is lots of people are actually are more self-absorbed, and they're not thinking of you, and they're not thinking of your feelings. They're probably not even conscious of them. If you were rejected by a specific person, I'd say 99% of the time, they do not wish to hurt you, inflict emotional pain, and they're not out to make your life miserable. You can also be rejected or feel rejected by people who actually do love you and respect you, which is kind of a scary thing, but it's, it happens, it's true and feeling hurt by any or all of this rejection doesn't make you weak and it doesn't make it less real or less valid. Here are some things to avoid. Taking the rejection personally and wallowing in it comes from insecurity. You shouldn't give power to that discomfort. I find myself listening to music to process my emotions, like most of us, and sometimes music only prolongs those negative emotions. Distracting yourself is helpful, but disassociating from reality is harmful because it's compartmentalizing trauma, fragmenting your emotions, and numbing yourself to any help. And that's going to block out positive emotions that you could be feeling entirely. Be around influences that make you smile, get outside, work out. Whatever you do, don't fuel the negative thoughts about yourself or about the situation. Another thing to avoid having animosity towards the rejector, This is an issue that really complicates things and causes more drama than needed. As I mentioned, most likely this person doesn't realize they're hurting you or don't have that intention of deeply hurting you. However, more repetitive, dire situations where you experience rejection by someone over and over may be reflected of that person's character and their habits and their values, not yours. And if this is you and you find yourself in this situation, Reevaluate their importance and place in your life, and how emotionally invested you are in this person. You can forgive, but don't necessarily forget. Listener, I am now going to give you my secrets to overcoming rejection. Not that you can overcome it every single time or every single way. It hurts, regardless, but these are some ways that I personally deal with it. Don't censor your tears. That's number one. What you're experiencing is not a joke or an overreaction. It's very real. Triggers, as we talked about in the beginning, are real. It's difficult, and lots of people struggle with it. You're not alone. When you are rejected, remind yourself of the people in your life that always accept and welcome you. For me, that's my family, or a lot of my family is super positive that way. Also, think of the positive aspects of yourself, which sometimes it's hard to do. I think we would definitely beat down on ourselves. Easiest, especially when we're in a negative place. Like, why are you feeling this way? Like, what's wrong with you? Why can't you just move on? But instead of going there, think of the traits that the ones who rejected you are actually missing out on because they're not with you. I also encourage you to take a look at deeper past hurts. Big challenge here. Think of the past hurts, wounds that make this rejection so difficult. And sometimes the actual rejection is not the reason you are in pain, which is something I'm learning. Maybe you need to heal from other things, other memories, other experiences, other people's baggage, in order not to have that particular instance or situation you're living in the present, that present rejection affect you and bring you down. And this is a personal anecdote from you to me. Uh, before this episode was released, I experienced rejection, obviously, and I brought, it brought up all these feelings of past rejections. And I was also working through emotional trauma through, um, or just like bad memories, bad experiences over kind of my hiatus. And I found it really interesting that this episode is just as important as it was when I wrote it months ago as it is now. And in that one moment, Specifically, I knew that it wasn't this particular friend or situation that was making me cry, but the accumulation of all those past rejections and being blindsided by all those negative emotions again made me emotional and sent me in a bit of a spiral. Personally, writing helps me heal. I process my thoughts and emotions through writing super duper well. Other ways, you can record yourself talking through the rejection you experienced, kind of like what I'm doing right now conversing as if you were talking with someone if you can trust someone with your feelings call them Um, call someone you feel comfortable around and who can actually listen to you in real time and this may not get easier but you are not alone from your friend Ava remember to stay pure and tune in next time any feedback ideas socials and reference links are in the show and episode bios This interview series surrounds conversations that we should be having, but don't have the opportunity to hear every day. Thank you for tuning in to Keeping It Pure. New episodes release every other Thursday at 8 p.m. central and are always 10 to 15 minutes long. Today, I encourage you to create content for your life that is pure of heart.